The Golden Mike Podcast is presented by SeaDeck Marine Products. SeaDeck features non-absorbent closed-cell PE EVA blended foam that delivers the perfect combination of comfort, safety, and style. For more information, check out www.seadeck.com. That's S-E-A-D-E-K.com. Your boat deserves SeaDeck. And now, it's showtime. the official voice of Toad Water Sports for over a decade. His vocal tones have narrated the industry's biggest and most prestigious events in the world. With over 25 years of on-water experience, captivating charisma, and a command of his audience, presented by Sea Deck Marine Products, it's the Golden Mike Podcast, with the noise of the North himself, oh, yeah. Dano the Mano. Thank you for tuning in to episode 107 of the Golden Mike Podcast. As always, I'm the Noisy North Dan of the Mano, recording this portion of the episode inside Action Water Sports in Denver, Colorado, sitting at the desk of my good friend Nick Stiller. And now it's time for your bi-monthly dose of audio sunshine. Today's episode is brought to you in part by O'Brien Water Sports. If you've been listening to this podcast, then you already know O'Brien is one of the longest lasting brands in the entire Toad Water Sports industry. With a diverse lineup of skis, wakeboards, surfers, tubes, and accessories, I challenge you to find a way not to have fun while using their gear. It simply can't be done. That goes to show just how committed they are to maximizing your enjoyment of their product and time on the water. Speaking of the O'Brien brand, the entire team sends a special shout out to O'Brien's signature athlete, Kobe the Micker Mikasich, for his induction into the Wakeboarding Hall of Fame. And you'll hear that and him a little later in this podcast. For a full look at the O'Brien product catalog, head over to O'Brien.com. While you're there, find a local dealer and stay up to date with the latest in O'Brien news. That website again is O'Brien.com, O-B-R-I-E-N.com. So check him out. I can't believe another year has flown by and the fourth annual Wakeboarding Hall of Fame induction ceremony is already in the books. And once again, I had the honor of hosting and for the third year in a row, I recorded moments from the ceremony along with a few interviews for your listening pleasure. Originally, I wanted to record the entire ceremony, pick out the most compelling parts, and edit them together with a few interviews that I recorded after the event, like I've done in past years. However, after listening to everything, Rich, the guy who does all of the amazing audio editing on this podcast, and I, we had a really long discussion, and we both decided that the ceremony was too good to edit down. Because we didn't want to rob you, the listeners, of some really awesome moments. We decided to present you with the full induction ceremony and inductees interviews over the next two episodes. And believe me, you'll want to hear it all. Now, before we jump into it, let me give you a quick breakdown of what went down this year. 2017 honoree legendary wakeboarder Tara Hamilton Wynn was finally able to speak as she missed last year's ceremony due to Hurricane Irma, Bill Porter, and the late 
Chuck Morrow were honored with Lifetime Achievement Awards for their dedication and innovation in the field of water sports retail. Chuck's son, Lee Elliott, was there to accept the award on his father's behalf. Ron Seidenglanz received the Innovator Award honor for his work behind the lens. For those of you guys who don't know, Ron is responsible for some of the most memorable and iconic films in wakeboarding, movies that helped define an era and no doubt shaped the way the sport was viewed. Ron is a true unsung hero in wakeboarding, and now he finally gets honored. Sarah Klein, Kobe Mikasich, Parks Bonifay, and the Vandal, Randall Harris, were the athletes that were all recognized this year. To know what these guys contributed to the sport, it was really cool seeing them all get the recognition that they deserve. So yeah, this episode is a live recording of the ceremony from the Alliance Wake booth at Surf Expo, the best seat in the house. I always get a kick out of the live event recordings because they really give you guys a feel for what the atmosphere was like. It's the little things that you can pick up on, like all the different emotions throughout the entire show. Plus, Parks Bonifay was laughing. He was sitting right next to the microphone the entire show. Now, real fast, before we do get into it all, this is my time to remind you all to spread the word about the Golden Mike podcast. There is no other audio podcast within the Toad Water Sports industry that has continued to deliver consistent content for a half decade straight. Support people. Here's how. Be sure to subscribe to the Golden Mike podcast on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. When you find the show there, please rate it five stars. Then write a review. I will read your review on this podcast. You can also listen on SoundCloud and multiple podcast listening apps on Android. And of course, my website, noiseofthenorth.com. Follow the Golden Mike Podcast on Facebook and follow me personally at Dano T. Mano on the Instagram. And don't forget the sponsors, SeaDeck, Marine Products, Boulder Boats, Footin.com, Waterskin.com, WSIA, Roswell Marine, O'Brien, Ledwick, Conley, Ronix, Hyperlite, and GoPuck. Support the brands that support this podcast, and I promise you, we will continue to deliver. So for those of you who write reviews, I read them here. Right now on the podcast, my latest reviews straight from iTunes, both of these within the last 24 hours from me recording this episode. And here we go. First one is five stars, and it comes from MCO Bray. As soon as a new podcast is released, it's plugged into my ear. Dano is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to Toad Water Sports and gives his audience an insider look to its past, present, and future. Interviews are always on point. Keep up the great work. Thank you very much. MCO Bray must be from Orlando. And this next one is from Wake A Lot, and it was written 20 hours ago. I feel like Wake A Lot has written a review, but some people like to go back and rewrite the reviews, and you guys can feel free to do so as well. Here we go. Wake a lot. 
Great pod. Looking forward to more as we enter the winter season. Keep it up, Dano. Will you keep it up and keep listening? And uh, make sure you guys keep those five-star ratings coming through. I'm literally only one or two away from hitting 100 five-star ratings. I've got something like 60 reviews. I'd like to get to around 100 on that one. You write it, I'll read it right here on the podcast, people. Let's do it. All right, you guys have waited long enough. Hope you guys enjoy it from the comfort of your car or workplace as much as I did being there. And I'm talking about this. Without further ado, I'm thrilled to transport you to the front row of the 2018 Wakeboarding Hall of Fame ceremony right here on the Golden Mike Podcast. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? Surf Expo, welcome out to the Alliance Wake Booth and welcome to the 2018 Wakeboarding Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Please join us here inside of the booth as we get ready to get today's show rocking and rolling. Back up here, another great year, another Surf Expo, and today, of course, we recognize and honor the pioneers of the sport that brings us all together, the guys who paved the way for where we are at today. We've got an amazing group of people that we will be inducting into the Wakeboarding Hall of Fame here today. And uh, we're gonna be getting to that here in just a few moments. But before we move any uh, more forward, I'd like to bring somebody very special to the stage. He is one of the pioneers of wakeboarding as we know him. Ladies and gentlemen, a past wakeboarding world champion. Please welcome to the stage, the president of the Wakeboarding Hall of Fame. Give it up for Mike Weddington. Thank you guys for being here. We are super excited for this year's inductions. We've worked really hard all year long as a 501c3 nonprofit. We work off donations only, so we appreciate all the support from industry, fans, wake sport enthusiasts, everybody. We just ask for your support and your donations anytime you feel like it, whip out your phone and hit us up, man. We appreciate it. We've got an insane class for 2018. It's been a great year putting this together, putting out the ballots, getting the votes, seeing how it shook out, and I am so excited and impressed with uh, the riding class that we have. Man, they're all friends, they're all special people that have innovated and changed the face of the sport as we know it, and it is just a good time. So please check us out, support us online, Facebook, Instagram, Wakeboarding Hall of Fame. We appreciate you guys being here. We appreciate the support. And let's induct our 2018 class. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Weddington. Uh, before we move on to the 2018 inductees, we'd like to uh, welcome and honor one of our 2017 honorees. This 2017 honoree took professional wakeboarding by storm in 1997 and never looked back. Having been discovered by wakeboarding phenom and current Hall of Famer Darren Shapiro, she trained from the very beginning of her career to ride like a guy and she did exactly that. She brought a power brand of riding to women's rank that was without equal and unparalleled, allowing her to dominate the field for a number of years. 
Within six months of first touching a wakeboard, she first won uh, her first professional women's world championship title. And over her career, she added three more world championships, six pro tour championships, five X Games medals, including two golds, and was also a two-time, two-time U.S. national champion, making her one of the sport's most winningest women riders of all time. Her popularity swelled and she even had her image on a Slurpee cup promoting the X Games, one of only five action sports athletes to be bestowed such an honor. She advanced women's professional wakeboarding more quickly than any other athlete preceding her. Please welcome one of the sport's most influential riders, 2017 Wakeboarding Hall of Fame inductee, Tara Hamilton Wynn. I just want to thank everybody for uh, including me this year. I didn't make it up last year because of the hurricane. Um, so thank you so much for including me this year. And I just want to thank a couple people that were with me throughout my whole career. Uh, Herb O'Brien uh, with Hyperlite, uh, John Dorton from Mastercraft, and Jet Pilot, Darren Attard, and last but not least, the Van Doren family. Uh, Christy Van Doren and Steve Van Doren, they're still like uh, family to me and I love them so much. And all my other sponsors throughout the throughout my career, Bill Porter, so proud of you. You're with me the whole time too. And uh, just want to say thanks and my family, wherever you are, for <laughs> putting up with me and traveling with me so much. And Ryan for finding me and marrying me and sticking around too. <laughs> so we can have this beautiful little thing. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. All right, everybody, well, we're about ready to get the show started here with the 2018 inductees. Our first Wakeboarding Hall of Fame inductee got his start simply by being a displaced Californian looking for some type of shred-related activity around his new home in Georgia. A single wakeboarding session was all it took, not just to bond him to the sport as a participant, but to engage him as an entrepreneur. From the grassroots entry-level consumer to the highest corporate leaders, this inductee loved to connect, to ask questions, to better serve and support whomever he was dealing with. His community outreach was tremendous with Weight for Warriors and Boarding for Breast Cancer, being two of the philanthropies that he supported among other local events. The Wakeboarding Hall of Fame opens its doors and welcomes Chuck Morrow into its membership ranks. <laughs> Accepting for Chuck is his son, Lee Elliott. Please welcome Lee to the stage, everybody. This is the ultimate honor for Chuck's legacy. And I can't even begin to describe how heartwarming this is for us and our family and the entire Biwake universe. Um, sorry if I get a little emotional here, but this is a big deal for us. And it's such an incredible honor for Chuck to be inducted into this phenomenal Wakeboard Hall of Fame class that to me truly represents the golden days of wakeboarding. 
Um, my only wish is that Chuck were up here being inducted himself as opposed to being inducted posthumously. But I can feel him in this building, and I know that deep down, he's with all of us, looking down at all of us with pride and rel relishing the moment with us. I just want to give the deepest thanks to the Wakeboard Hall of Fame and its voters for recognizing Chuck's contributions to wakeboarding. We're so grateful that the Wakeboard Hall of Fame recognizes retailers and how important of a role we have in building a strong and vibrant wakeboard community. And if I could just take a second to give a nod to Bill, Bill Porter for performance. Congratulations on your Wakeboard Hall of Fame induction. I know we're supposed to be competitors and mortal enemies and whatever, but you know, we at BiWake don't see it that way. We consider BiWake and performance both to be an important part of a healthy wakeboard ecosystem. So congratulations, Bill. Chuck's Wakeboard Hall of Fame induction is so fitting for a man who fundamentally changed the way wakeboards are sold at retail. Before Chuck, wakeboards were sold primarily in marinas and boat dealerships, but Chuck recognized that wakeboarding was a board sport and should be respected as such. Chuck knew that wakeboarding was kindred with skateboarding and surfing and snowboarding, and he ripped wakeboarding away from its marina and three-event routes and said, dude, you're with us now. Chuck opened the floodgates for wakeboards to be sold online when he launched buywake.com a full decade before e-commerce was the norm. He was the ultimate competitor and not only wanted to be first to market, but he wanted to be better at it than everybody else. But even with all these groundbreaking retail concepts that he conceived and developed, his favorite thing was helping others in the wakeboard industry. Chuck's fingerprints are on a whole lot of the wake world he helped launch the career of a couple different pro riders and gave sound advice to help reinvent the careers of several others. And he played an important advisory role in the formulation of a couple of the companies that are dominating the industry today. And really, only Chuck knows how deep of an impact in the wake world he really has, because he kept all that to himself, and I only found out about it from everyone sharing after his passing. So thank you for everybody who shared those stories with me. Chuck inspired every one of us at BiWake. His commitment and passion and insatiable appetite for change nurtured a creative and competitive working environment. He had this phrase that he would say around the office. It was like the mantra that he lived by and it's, it's what you do next that matters most. And what he meant by that is never get complacent, never be satisfied, Never rest on your laurels. Be innovative, take risks. And if you make a mistake, own it and never repeat it. You owe that to your customers, your vendor partners, and your industry. So now it's up to us to do what's next. To move wakeboarding to that next level, to hit that epic potential that Chuck always knew his ass. So as we humbly and gratefully receive Chuck's most deserved accolades. Remember Chuck and think to yourself, it's what you do next that matters most. Chuck, we love you. We miss you. Congratulations.
All right, moving forward onto our next inductee. This Wakeboarding Hall of Fame inductee has a unique distinction of having not just the most high-level riders being sponsored by his shop, but many of those same athletes have served as his employees as well. He was a leader in the community outreach programs designed to grow the sport, and his gravel tour amateur series is widely considered the best of its kind, and the world's best riders still to this day participate and test their worthiness for ascension into the ranks of professional riding. It's my proud pleasure to introduce to you the newest member of the Wakeboarding Hall of Fame. Please give it up from Performance Ski and Surf, Mr. Bill Porter. Okay, I'm gonna set this down if you don't mind. 30 years ago, I was a guy who had a corporate job, who wasn't happy in that job, and went to work at a ski shop. I wrote a letter to a guy named Herb O'Brien. And I'd say pretty much everybody here knows Herb, knows he is a risk taker, a believes in dreams and help make it happen. So I typed up this letter and I remember it like yesterday, shot it off to Seattle to an address, who knows how he got it. And about, I'd say two weeks later, I get a call from two people, uh, Brian Gardner, is Brian here? And uh, Eddie Beverly. And they're saying, hey, we heard you want to open a shop. Herb's got your letter. He wants to come see you. When can we come down? Next thing I know, I've got Eddie Beverly at my door saying, Herb wants to open you. He says, I don't care about the other dealers in town. He believes in what you're going to do. And you know what? He started me. He gave me credit when nobody else would give me credit. He acted as a mentor to me. Uh, when I got started, but the biggest thing he said, you know, I'm going to make you great product. You got to put it on people's feet and you got to grow the sport. So I can remember about two years in, Herb would always come to Orlando um, and he, he, un, he unannounced, he rolls in the shop with this crazy looking board. I mean, we'd seen the Scurfers and the Sano designs and all these and he comes in with this crazy compression molded board and tape. He goes, hey, you got VCR? Pop this tape in. So we pop this tape in. Next thing I know, I got Eric Perez busting out flips, and he brings this board in. You're going to sell the out of these. So you need to order a bunch. Okay. I was hooked. We ordered, I think, $25.50. So about a week later, I go down to South Florida. Herb's down there again. Miami dealer at the time. Hey, hey, Bill, this guy just ordered 75 boards. He looks at me. He's like, oh, man, here it comes. I want 100. And I ordered 100 boards. Again, two years into business based on what he did. But probably more importantly than anything, Herb says you've got to do tournaments. You've got to get people on the boards. If you get people and let them experience it and do contests, grassroots events, you'll grow the business. And I can tell you, looking at the faces, the inductees here, um, people already in here, I mean, Darren Shapiro won my first contest. I think we had a freestyle, we had slalom, get the slalom, but you know, he was right. Every step of the way, his vision and passion uh, helped hap make it happen. And that's a big thing. You guys, the people here is what 
this isn't about me. This is about the people that helped make it happen. Uh, I've got some very integral people, you know, Herb, the Brian family. Um, Brian, you guys have been integral into what we are now and, and um, in the past. Uh, Tony Finn, Jimmy, you guys, hey, I'm very proud too. I'm the first Liquid Force dealer, Altamont Springs, Worlds. I remember that. Uh, Wake Tech, we were right there along. But the neatest thing, we got to work, and Herb really pushed us too, work with riders. Associate yourself with the best athletes. Sean Murray's, Darren Shapiro's, Tara Hamilton's, Parks Boniface. So honored to have you up here. And more that I can't name, but these guys inspired us, you know, in the shop. You know, the videos that Ron Seidenglance put out, you know, fueled this passion for wakeboarding and people wanted to do it. But the biggest thing, we do it because it's fun and we love to do it. And to be included in such an amazing honor as this is kind of humbling for me because I'm here working. I've got a wakeboard contest on Saturday, but yet I'm up among the best people in the industry and that's extremely humbling. I want to thank two other people and I'll be quiet, three. Um, thank you for the tribute from the Biwake family. Chuck was a hell of a competitor and he pushed me to be a better retailer. So um, I have so much respect for what he's done. I'm still chasing him, but yeah, I have a lot of respect for him. Thank you for mentioning that. Lastly, my family. I've got a wife who wanted to be here, but she works too, but um, could not do this without the support of family and friends. So thank you guys for this extremely generous honor. I'm humbled and I'm gonna continue to work to make wakeboarding the best it can be for years to come. If you don't believe me, come Saturday, come watch us. Our next inductee to the Wakeboarding Hall of Fame has some luck to thank for his involvement. Already immersed in the world of cinematography, it was a chance meeting with Hall of Fame member and inventor of the first production wakeboard, Tony Finn, that began his influential career in capturing wakeboarding through the lens of his camera. Since then, he has logged thousands of hours through looking through his viewfinder and capturing the strongest action from the greatest riders with his artistic eye. All the while, he cultivated a strong and genuine relationship with the riders, working to capture not just what they could do on a board, but reflecting the essence of who they were as people. Men and women became heroes from what was documented in his videos and releases, such as 12 Honkies, Transgression, and All or Nothing, all considered several of the greatest wakeboard films of all times. His actions have long supported the credo of his Sideways films, a company that cares. Please welcome Rod Seidenglanz into the Wakeboarding Hall of Fame. Usually I get Sean Murray to come up and speak for me. But uh, I just wanna, oh yeah, come on up, Sean. Oh. Anyways, I just, I'm just uh, grateful to be up here and um, I just give all the glory to God. I, uh, I'm just grateful to be alive for all the years of uh, filming with these guys from just being in the inner tube with Randall or Darren cutting in at me at, really really fast really scary Sean Murray remember you running me into that inner uh, 
into the uh, slider on the inner tube. You had a helmet on. I, yeah, I had a helmet on. <laughs> and uh, anyways, I'm really grateful and I didn't really prepare a speech, so I just want to thank the Hall of Fame for inducting me and uh, thank, for, thank Tony Finn and Paul O'Brien and just all the companies that uh, supported me. And uh, I want to thank uh, Brooks Farrell and Danny Vanzura and some of the guys that uh, worked with me back in the day. And, um, and just uh, all, all you riders that were, just became such great friends. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll do it again. All right, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Rod Sign Glans. Yeah. Gonna stop right there for a quick break. Looking for a new boat as well as high quality customer service? Well, the 2018 WSIA Dealer of the Year Boulder Boats, they have three locations in the West and Southwest United States. Mesa, Arizona, Henderson, Nevada, and their newest location right there in Visalia, California. And they carry a full stock of Malibu and Axis boats. When you're ready to invest in a new boat, their friendly and knowledgeable sales, financing, service, and parts departments are all prepared to make sure your experience is outstanding. From finding the right boat to ongoing maintenance and customization, Boulder Boats is there to assist you every step of the way. But Dano, you might be asking yourself, what if I'm in the market for something a little more, shall we say, already loved? Well, Boulder Boats has you covered with a huge inventory of previously owned boats to choose from. Boulder Boats is ready to ship worldwide. Whether you're looking for pleasure or performance, they have something for all price ranges. So go ahead, like Boulder Boats on Facebook, and be sure to check out boulderboats.com for a full list of locations, inventory, and events. Now back to the Wakeboarding Hall of Fame induction ceremony, live from Surf Expo, right here on the Golden Mike Podcast. Next, we're going to start off with our athlete category and our first inductee. Our next inductee burst onto the wakeboarding scene in 1996 and took the women's riding scene by storm. No matter what the physical cost was from the hard falls during the learning process, she quickly became identified as one of the most dynamic and complete women riders in the world, having a deep bag of spins, inverts, and grabs under her belt. The Wakeboarding Hall of Fame is proud to induct one of the most progressive women's riders of all time. Please welcome to the stage, Sarah Klein. Next Hall of Fame inductee has been one of the most revered riders among his fellow pros and fans alike. 
He spent more than a dozen years pursuing his dream of being a professional wakeboarder, gaining inspiration when he attended the first Wakeboard World Championships in Colorado back in 1992. But this athlete also had a desire to grow the sport beyond his own accomplishments and began community outreach programs that were beneficial and revolutionary. He was part of a group that created the Fantastic Voyage, the first of its kind transcontinental RV tour that had him out on the road for months at a time, traveling to grassroots amateur wakeboard events, tirelessly hosting rider clinics with the express purpose of growing the number of people participating in the sport. He and his wife continue today to be ambassadors for the sport through his Toad Water Sports School and it's annually celebrated as one of the most successful and popular destinations for amateurs and pros alike. The Wakeboarding Hall of Fame welcomes the Micker, Kobe Mikasich, into its ranks. Thank you, Dana. Well, uh, Thank, thanks everybody. I had to kind of shorten down my list here, but there's a couple of people that I definitely want to recognize. First of all, my parents for uh, teaching me good work ethic and taking me to that first event to just learn more about the sport and everything. So I want to thank my parents. But um, early on, I met Bill McCaffrey and Greg Nelson. I want to thank them. They've been kind of my, my West Coast brothers. Always kind of, you know, made me feel at home when we were on the road, touring around the country. So I appreciate those guys. They've always been there. Two critical guys is CC Roberts and Scotty Roberts. They, um, they're my Florida family. They took me in when I was about ready to go home to California and they took me in and without them I would have never stayed. Um, so they're a big part of this. Um, Mike Weddington, definitely my partner in crime. Um, as a professional wakeboarder, um, we figured out that you can do a half cab in a rental car. <laughs> and um, so we were definitely just, I'm surprised we made it through and we're still alive. So, but definitely my partner in crime. And uh, Dean Turkle for always getting yeah. uh, walkaway rental insurance on the rental cars. Yeah. Um, but Chris Bischoff, my best friend. Um, Uh, road tours were amazing. They were best times of my life. You know, so. um, definitely guys that were along the way. Pete's Rat with O'Brien, the whole O'Brien crew. Um, he's my first sponsor and he's still with us. So uh, a bunch of guys I want to recognize. Bill Van Sickle, Eric Perez, Mike Rendell, Brett Thurley, Charlie Pigeon, Bill Porter, and my wife Tara. Uh, she's the one that keeps us relevant she's so passionate about the sport um, she really keeps us going she keeps everything together without her I would not still be doing this <laughs> um, people always ask me what I think about the sport it's, um, it's awesome it'll always be awesome I think it's a great time for these up and coming riders um, with all the technology and everything and innovation. 
Yeah, I think the sport's in a great, wonderful place, and I hope it sticks around for a long time. But thank you. This means a lot. Keep it going for the maker, everybody. Kobe, make a pitch. There will never be a wakeboarding hall of famer with a toad water sports career more expansive than this next inductee. At the age of six months, 29 days old, he was dubbed a ski baby for becoming the youngest person to solo water ski. In 1994, he exploded onto the pro wakeboarding scene, becoming the youngest X Games gold medalist and in the process, raising the bar for all of his fellow riders. His pro career spanned two decades and was marked by many event wins and several pro tour titles. But this rider ascended to hero status by his accomplishments as a free rider. He was always exploring the possibilities of what could be done on a wakeboard. This inductee is still today pushing the envelope of what can be done with a handle in his hands and on a board under his feet. The Hall of Fame is proud to induct the most versatile wakeboarder of all times, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Parks Bonifay. Wow. Uh, Let's put our hands together for the Wakeboard Hall of Fame. You know, this didn't always exist. And uh, to show the show respect and, and remember the people who helped start and get this room going, Herb O'Brien, you know, Tony Finn, Jimmy Redman, Andrea, Darren, uh, a lot of these people, Byerly, obviously. You know, this is what it's all about because it's, it's been a long, wild ride. I don't think any of us uh, 30, 20 years ago could have really put a... Um, a finger on where the sport was going to be. But um, I'm going to start off by thanking, um, honestly, my family. To be a young wakeboarder, you can't do it without uh, a good uh, parenting background and just a support from your mom and dad. So they couldn't make it here today, but, uh, you know, my mom and dad, none of this would have happened. They gave uh, my brother and I all the resources to become uh, whatever we wanted to be behind the boat, whether it be a wakeboarder, water skier. So uh, thank you, mom and dad. Uh, without you, Peter B and Betty B, and Shane, Shane, uh, Shane pushed me more than anyone realized. Shane made me realize that uh, you should like take a little initiative. And the way I do my tricks in the early stages, as I was just like, it, get it done, stack it. And then Shane was like, Shane made me realize that as a Bonifay, you got to make it look good. And Shane obviously looks a hell of a lot better than I do on a wakeboard. And I think everyone in this room can agree with that. But. Uh, hopefully I'll get there one day. Uh, all my sponsors, uh, you know, Paul O'Brien, Herb, Brian Gardner, y'all had my back from the beginning. Uh, you know, I don't think I ever really sold a promoter wakeboarder, a promoter wakeboard until, I don't know what Paul did, but like all of a sudden we had the highest uh, selling promoter in the industry. <laughs> but so he did something right because uh, I kept trying to do the same thing, but they made it happen. So thank you, Herb and Paul. Uh, Red Bull, I see Hayes Willis standing there. I just saw you. Uh, he signed me to Red Bull back in the day. And uh, I'm pretty, pretty sure any cool story I'm going to be telling my grandkids that happened because of Red Bull. 
So uh, thank you, Red Bull. Mastercraft, you've always had my back since the beginning. I've ridden for Mastercraft, I think, 21 years now. And they've always given me the boat uh, to get the tricks that I needed to do. Uh, you know, you push the sport, and I think that's why we've coincided and had the same vision because we've always wanted the, what was best for wakeboarding and to push it as fast as we could. I wish they could have pushed it a little faster than I had that X-Star when I was 15 years old. But that's uh, it's neither here nor there, I guess. But, uh, you know, and Bill Porter, you've had, you know, I think I, my first water ski contest ever was, I was nine years old at Lake Ivanhoe. Uh, I saw a photo of that, and so, you know, it all started without guys like Bill, uh, like supporting the grassroots, and just like young wakeboarders to help them get where they need to go. So many times I would be leaving for a trip and I wouldn't have freaking wakeboard boots or a handle or anything, so I'd just run into performance. So thank you, you always giving me my snowboards and uh, giving me many ways to hurt myself. Uh, <laughs> man, uh, but... You know, I'll talk about, I guess, this class, Ron Siding Lance, you know, you, your footage got me into wakeboarding, and you honestly filmed, like, the, the best uh, footage I've ever had in my entire career, and you helped me transition from being a, a contest-knowing wakeboarder to a free rider, so uh, thank you. And Randall, you know, it's crazy to think Randall and I were standing shoulder to shoulder in 1994, 12 years old, at the 94 Nationals, man. <laughs> And for, for 24 years later, for us to both go completely different paths and to come here and stand in the same room right there. Uh, I love you, man. I'm glad you made it out. Uh, Kobe, uh, you've always been an inspiration. And if I can still do a, a hillside mode when I'm your age, uh, sign me up because that was freaking amazing. And you've always keep coming up with innovative stuff to help make wave, wakeboarding easier. Uh, and you know, got to admire that. Um, Sarah Klein, Tara Hamilton, I don't know who was my bigger uh, teenage wakeboard crush between the two, and it was really close. I'm not going to say one, uh, but <laughs> I don't know, yeah, and again, thanks for everyone uh, who makes this Wakeboard Hall of Fame happen, man, because uh, we got to preserve the history. Remember, a lot of these new kids don't know how small those wakeboards, how low that rope was, how hard the tricks were, how skinny that board was, and how those wakeboard boots were back in the day but uh but it's these kind of things that'll that'll kind of remind them and uh you know wakeboarding uh i've kind of grown up with it, it kind of feels like wakeboarding's been my brother uh wild cousin but you know everyone in this room helps make it awesome let's keep it going keep uh the progression going and uh i don't know yeah let's keep building this class out love you all Ladies and gentlemen, one more time, Parks Bonifay. From Canyon Lake, California, came our next inductee. At 13 years old, this soft-spoken, quiet Gram spoke loudly through his writing, and his voice continues to lead the sport today. The moves others were doing, he would do bigger, expressing his versatility by executing his vast array of moves, both regular or switch stance. Along with going huge, he also paid critical attention to riding with style through proper board positioning in the air 
and assenting each move with a solid grab, exhibiting his unique technical prowess. He rode in select pro events throughout his career, but his real inspiration shined through his free riding. His riding was so innovative that new equipment was invented to help him push his riding further, and things like the T-handle can be traced back to him and his knack for wrapped moves. For 20 years, his video sections have been the most anticipated as people clamored to see what new mind-blowing moves were being introduced by the guy who rode a 90-foot line being pulled at close to 30 miles an hour. The Wakeboarding Hall of Fame would like to welcome in the one and only Randall Harris. of a speech maker so I had to write some notes down but uh, first of all I'd like to thank the Wakeboarding Hall of Fame for uh, just for being honored. Um, I'm truly grateful to be up here with the rest of these champs and uh, I appreciate Malibu flying me out here and, and making this happen. Choke up on the mic. Um, but yeah there's a couple people I want to thank because uh, you know everybody knows who my sponsors were and they they came and gone but uh, there was a few people that were instrumental in my entire career that that were there from day one until now um, first and foremost would be my pops big Lair I think anybody that knows him and was around back in the day uh, would feel like he should be up here accepting this war with me you know none of this would be possible without him. And uh, I want to send out a huge thank you to my best friend and my mentor, Ron Siding Glance. Um, yeah, dude, uh, pulled me out of the darkness many times, you know, and, and motivated me to get back on my board and do what, what he knew I could do, even when I didn't know it. And he always understood my vision and uh, gave me the opportunity to create the art that I wanted to do. So, much respect, man, much love. I love you to the day I die, bro. Um, last, but definitely not least, I need to thank Corey Murata and Bill McCaffrey. Uh, without these dudes, I never would have had the chance to speak my truth and unedited speaking of truth. You know, they, they, they let me say what I wanted to say, no matter how demented and twisted it was. And uh, they've just been a huge part of my career since day one, man. Like, uh, none of my accomplishments, a lot of my accomplish, accomplishments wouldn't have happened without them. So, very, very grateful for you, all you guys. And uh, congratulations to all the in, other inductees. Very, very deserving. And it's just, uh, it's a great experience to be able to be here with you guys. And, and uh, yeah, you guys almost had me choked up already before I got up here, man. So yeah, I mean, thanks again to the Wakeboarding Hall of Fame and uh, just the wakeboarding industry in general. I'm blessed, I lived a great life and I appreciate y'all.
All right, once again, give it up for all of the 2018 inductees, everybody. I'm Dan Lomano. You guys have a great afternoon. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. SeaDeck Marine Products is the industry leader in innovative flooring solutions, supplying the best boat builders in the world with comfortable, durable, non-skid flooring systems. SeaDeck uses UV-protected, non-absorbent foam featuring an innovative, textured micro-dot surface for an enhanced, non-slip experience. SeaDeck is available in a variety of sizes, thicknesses, and colors, and they have a worldwide network of certified installers ready to help you design a custom kit perfect for your boat free samples and more are available as well as information online check it out cdeck.com that's s-e-a-d-e-k.com for durability comfort and an incredible look and feel your boat deserves cdeck the WSIA and the Golden Mike Podcast want to remind all of our listeners to please wake responsibly. The Wake Responsibly Initiative is a part of the WSIA's waterway protection efforts to help minimize threats to lakes and rivers regarding toad water sports. This initiative was started to preserve the vitality of wake sports for years to come to ensure that we can share our passion with future generations. WSIA is focused on promoting and protecting all water sports through best practices, maintaining waterway access rights, educating participants, promoting safety, and facilitating sustainable industry growth. For more information and to see how you can do your part to wake responsibly, head over to WSIA.net. Presented by Sea Deck Marine Products, it's the Golden Mike Podcast with the noise of the north, Dano the Mano. Oh man, wasn't that awesome? The Wakeboarding Hall of Fame is always a personal favorite of mine, and I still can't believe that I get to be the dude who announces the legends. I kid you not when I say these guys are my actual heroes. I put them right up there with the likes of The Rock and Rick, the Nature Boy. Woo! Flair. We got Sarah Klein, Kobe the Mikasich, Parks Bonifay, Randall Harris. It was totally rad. And as a bonus, I also got audio with each of them right after the event. The long-anticipated Randall Harris interview. Well, it's not a full interview, but I definitely got some time with Randall finally here on the Golden Mike Podcast. I know so many of you guys have been asking for it. We got like 10 minutes there. So you guys are going to have to tune in next time to hear it all. Also, a big shout out to my main man, JB Jeff Barton, for writing the entire script for the awards ceremony. JB writes the script each and every year. Uh, you know, JB used to be an editor of Wakeboarding Magazine. He it was a mentor of mine, a longtime announcer, TV personality. And it's so cool each and every year, JB writing the words for the Wakeboarding Hall of Fame, and he has a special way of doing just that. JB always likes to sneak in words that I've never seen or words that I have no clue how to pronounce. I think he actually gets a a sick kick out of it. I'm sure you guys picked up on that during the award ceremony at some time. Hey, not everybody can be perfect, right? Anyways, 
Thank you, Jeff Barton. You guys can actually hear JB on an episode of the Golden Mike podcast if you go back in the archives, episode number 52. He's a really cool dude and definitely an interview you guys don't want to miss out. So here's a little format change on the podcast, and this is called Happenings, I guess. I was in Mexico again for the third stop of the Mexican National Wakeboard Series, this time in Valle de Bravo, or as I affectionately refer to it as, the Valley of the Brave. I can't even describe how beautiful it is there in Valle, the lake. It's truly a hidden gem. Valle is only about a two-hour drive from Mexico City and a really rad place to visit if you guys ever get the chance. I cannot recommend it enough. And the best part about it, it's a water sports town. There's plenty of water skiing. There's a slalom course. There's wakeboarding. There's tons of boats. There's nightlife. But back to the event. The event, it was a long event, two days. We had something like 65 Mexican competitors, but it was awesome. And the number of young Mexican riders was unbelievable. The scene is growing down south, and the Mexican Federation is doing some good work out there as well. So a big thumbs up to the Olea family, um, the Monroy family, and Emilio Martinez and their entire crew in the Mexican Federation. Congratulations on another awesome event. Now, over this past weekend, I was back in Florida in Orlando at the Performance Ski and Surf Gravel Tour Finals. This year, we had five stops of Gravel Tour. And then with Pig on the Pond in March, that's six wakeboard contests that Bill Porter and the crew at Performance Ski and Surf hosted. They also had something like four or five tent sales at the shop, a couple of parties at the shop. This dude is doing big things for the sport. And I got to say again, congratulations to Bill Porter and the crew at Performance Ski and Surf. Bill, you will hear from him on this episode. He is a uh, one of the newest members of the Wakeboarding Hall of Fame. I talked about it up there at the top just a little bit ago. Now, here's a little insider news. I think Performance Ski and Surf in Orlando is actually hiring right now. And you talk about a cool job. It's one of the coolest you can get. Just ask me. I worked there from 2003 till 2007. So did the likes of Brian Grubb and a long list of others. So if you guys are interested in that, check out perfski.com or just call them down there in Orlando. Anyways, I am currently in Denver, Colorado. I am staying with Nick Stiller and uh, JD Webb. And right now I'm actually hanging out with JD here at Action Watersports. Well, actually, JD's not in the room. I'm recording here in Nick's office. JD's actually in the shop doing work. You know, JD's here helping with boat sales, helping with deliveries. Currently right now, the shop's a little bit slow. He's working on the pro shop. He's setting it up. He's making it look awesome. JD can do anything. He's coaching. He's just working. Pretty humbling to see and awesome for JD to continue giving back to the sport. Love hanging out here. In about two weeks, everybody, I'm going to be back in Mexico with the WWA for Wake Park Worlds at the Mayan Cable. That's November 2nd through the 4th. 
I hope to see all of you guys there. Got a few more events to close out the season. I'll let you guys know all about that on the next episode. Now, remember to tell your friends to tune in twice a month to the Golden Mike Podcast, of course, available on iTunes and podcast apps on all smartphone devices, SoundCloud, and noiseofthenorth.com. If you rate the show and write a review, I will send you a t-shirt while supplies last, and I'll even read your review on the next episode. So come on, people. Don't you want to be famous? Like, I can do that for you. Well, at least I can read it right here on the podcast. Hey, now a quick shout out to the sponsors of this podcast who help pay those bills. Thanks to SeaDeck Marine Products, Boulder Boats, Footin.com, Waterskiing.com, WSIA, Roswell Marine, O'Brien, Lead Wake, Conley, Ronix, Hyperlite, and GoPuck. Behind the scenes, a special thanks to Jenna Carruth on the web and Rich Walsh on the audio. That's all for me, folks, and appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in and spending an hour of your time with me. As always, I am the Noise of the North, Dan of the Mano, and you can hear me next time once again right here on the Golden Mike Podcast.